It's opening day. We've made it. The Royals play a meaningful game today. We're going to preview the opening day series, the opening week for the Royals, but also it's time. It's time for the MLB predictions. Who's going to win every division, every award, and the World Series? Will the Royals make the playoffs and be a pesky little team? Or will they take a next step in the rebuild? Find out on today's Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Locked On Royals at Ryland underscore Styles. Today is opening day. So let's preview the MLB season. Who will win every division? Who will win the MVP, the Cy Young, the rookie of the year, Bobby Witt Jr., the manager of the year, the comeback player award, the breakout player award, and what teams am I going to spend way too much time watching? Find out on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We are here for you talking Royals baseball Monday through Friday. Oh my goodness, it's opening day. It's opening day. Baseball's back. Royals against the Guardians. The first ever game, which Cleveland is going by the name of Guardians. That's cool. It's opening day at 310 on Bali Sports Kansas City at the K. If you can make it out, do it. It's Grinky versus Bieber. It's Bobby Witt Jr. Day. Now, again, you guys know I'm young. I've only been around for 25 opening days. You subtract the years where I couldn't comprehend baseball. That's not a lot of opening days, folks. I need help from my elder statesmen and women. I need help. Is this the biggest opening day in Royals history? Is this the most anticipated opening day in Royals history? Now, it's number two for me. You cannot beat, in my opinion, Sunday Night Baseball against the Mets, raising the banner over the flag, over the Hall of Fame, celebrating the World Series against the team you just beat in the World Series. You can't beat that. You just can't. But if there's anything that can give that a run for its money, it's this opening day. Opening day is always one of the most anticipated games of the entire season, if not the most anticipated regular season game of the entire season. You have the tailgating, the barbecue, the packed house, the celebrations, the representation of old former Royals in the history of the game on full display. You have the optimism. You're not beat down yet. Anybody can do anything in the world. And on top of that, on top of the normal good feeling around baseball on opening day, it's Bobby Witt Jr. Day. Folks, I remember Eric Cosmer Day. I think if this Bobby Witt Jr. Day happened in a random May game, it'd be a sellout. It'd be the biggest thing ever. 
you take that energy and you place it on opening day, the K will be, I hope, as loud as it's been since 2015. Because for the first time in my lifetime, the Royals have a superstar. The Royals have a player who will transcend baseball, who will be a marketing tool for baseball, who will be on video game covers, who will be on Sports Illustrated covers, who will be on commercials nationally. Not just Millard's or Price Chopper. No offense, got the check. But it will be a pillar of baseball. It will be a tastemaker in baseball. The Royals have a player in which you can go out tomorrow and buy his jersey. You can go out today at the K and buy his jersey from the team shop. And feel comfortable in that investment if you're a big jersey person. Or your kids can go buy his jersey. He's going to be here. For six years, hopefully seven, hopefully eight, hopefully 10, hopefully 20. And the Royals have a chance to develop Bobby Witt Jr. And Kansas City has a chance to have the premier player in football in Patrick Mahomes and a premier player in baseball in Bobby Witt Jr. playing across the street from each other until the Royals move downtown. But we'll talk about that at a later date. What more can you want? How are you not just juiced up today for opening day and Bobby Witt Jr. Day? Let's not forget. It's not just a blanket statement of opening day. It's Bobby Witt Jr. Day. We thought it might come early last year where we thought maybe he can break camp with the team. Maybe he sneaks in there and Nicky Lopez was struggling. Didn't happen. This year, he's on the opening day roster. This year, he's going to help guide this team from the word go. And this year, the Royals have to take a step. I don't care about the projections. I don't care about zips and whips and wars and anything else. Bakotas. I don't care. Those are all projections and, and personal, like national media people, projections that don't really have a pulse on the Royals. If the Royals do only win 70 games, 75 games, it's a complete and total disaster. Complete and total disaster. They're going to have to just do better than the projections. And people are scared to put the odds at that or scared to put their neck out there and project more than that. But this is going to have to be a very fun year in Kansas City where a lot of things have to roll. Heads have to roll. Decisions have to be made differently. So embrace it. Embrace expectations for the first time in a very long time. Embrace fun, winning, exciting baseball for the first time in a long time. And embrace the fact that for the first time in 25 years, even as you went to two World Series and won one, you finally have a player who will transcend the game. You have a player that can change the culture of baseball in Kansas City. I know kids fell in love with Hosmer and, and got the Hosmer cut. Low Kane was infectious with a smile. Salvador Perez is a staple of Kansas City now. For as good as all those guys were, for their place in the baseball pantheon, Bobby Witt Jr. can be, and I think will be, better than all of them. That's my bold take getting into his rookie year, and I, I think that it's going to come true. And I just can't wait. I just cannot wait for 3 o'clock to roll around. Remember, it's Grinky Bieber today. Brad Keller starts Saturday for the day off on Friday. 
Chris Bubich starts Sunday. And then remember that Carlos Hernandez starts Monday and that game is against Cleveland. So this is going to be a series that goes Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then a two game set against St. Louis on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they host Detroit Thursday through Sunday. And then I'll sell into like a normal schedule that you're used to. But remember it's wacky in the first few weeks because everyone's having their home opener opening day, the built in off days for weather. And so it'll be weird a little bit, but that's your opening week for the Royals. We'll see who starts against St. Louis. We'll see what they decide to do with their rotation. We'll see the official, official roster, but it's exciting. And this team should be a scrappy, fun, up-and-coming team that, again, as I've been saying, should finish around five games out of the playoffs or in the playoffs. So either way, they should play meaningful baseball from today all the way through September. And getting to play meaningful baseball for that long is incredible, is fun, is a journey that you always want to be a part of. So subscribe to Lockdown Worlds for free across all platforms, including on YouTube, so you never miss an episode and get ready for a fun wall-to-wall season Monday through Friday. I want to say right now, but your friends over at Bet Online, Folks, Bet Online is where the game starts. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting needs and sports info. Find sports developments, including this week's Master Championship Odds podcast reviews and all the different leagues at Bet Online. It continues to be your source for sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Go to their website today or use your mobile device and learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online is where the game starts. I want to show you how fast and easy it is to go to Bet Online. So you go to your URL bar at the top, right? And then you type in betonline.net. You go to their sports book. And whenever that loads up, you look up at the baseball projections and you scroll down and look at this. The Royals are one and a half run underdogs today. Let's go ahead and take the Royals to win outright today. Come on now. They're going to get a win on opening day, even against Shane Bieber. Let's go. I just placed that bet in that time. It's that easy. It's that simple. Go there right now, today, right now. Let's go. We are back on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for listening to Locked On Royals every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. For your second listen, go check out the Locked On Podcast Prospects. What the heck? Go check out the Locked On Prospects Podcast. I'm going to mess that up. In fact, every time I mess it up, I want you to comment and tally it down there below because I've done that twice now this week. The Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast, hosted by Lindsey Crosby. It's a price prospect encyclopedia. He's diving deeper into the MLB stars of tomorrow on that podcast. It's free and available wherever you go to get your podcast from. Lindsey Crosby does a great job on MLB Prospects Podcast. All right. It's time. It's time to make our official predictions for this season. What are the Royals going to do? What is baseball going to do? Let's start in the AL West. I have the AL West shaking out as the Astros, Mariners, Angels, Rangers, and A's. The A's sold their entire team. Who cares? Not going to waste your time. The Rangers, I like what they're doing. I like this lineup. I love Taylor Hearn. I like John Gray. I like Martin Perez. I think Spencer Howard can take a huge leap this year. I hate their bullpen. And that's what I think is going to lose them a lot of games. But if somehow the bullpen improves, they can easily catapult to three or two in this division. The Angels, 
I love the addition of Noah Syndergaard. I wonder, of course, how many innings he can go. And, and a six-man rotation is always iffy. But I think that Bet Myers is going to break out this year and be legit. A lot of smoke around people loving Patrick Sandoval. I love Iglesias in the bullpen and Loop and Archie Bradley to reinvent that bullpen. If Rendon can bounce back, you, of course, have Shohei and Trout. I like that Angels team at three. The Mariners, I'm buying into the hype. I like Jesse Winker. I like Robbie Ray. The J-Rod show is going to be incredible. Another top prospect being called up right away. And they had their fun run last year. But I still think the Astros have the best division, the, in the best rotation in the division, a nice bullpen. And I am, of course, interested in. And the only part I'm scared about is Jeremy Pena replacing Carlos Correa. But I still think nobody has enough to oust the Astros for first place in the AL West. We move on to the AL Central. White Sox are clear and away the best team in the division. Clear and away. No debating it. Nobody comes close. Let's just move on. They have the best bullpen in the division. One of the best bullpens in baseball, if not the best bullpen in baseball, and a stacked lineup. This is where I think people are not giving it enough credit for the division. I think that the Twins, Tigers, and Royals can be interchangeable two through four. I think that they all have flaws, and they all have positives, and they all have what-ifs. For the Royals, I love the lineup. I think it's the second best bullpen in the division, and it would be the first in most divisions, but the White Sox are just that great. Bobby Witt Jr. I think is going to be a stud. And again, you have to bank on the Royals' young arms taking a leap this year because if they don't, then this entire rebuild take, you know, just, just takes a huge step back and you just restart. You completely restart from ground zero if these young arms do not take a step. That's why I love the Royals' lineup so much and the, and the Royals' bullpen. And then I just, you have to buy into the rotation. So I love the Royals to be five games out of the playoffs and you'll be on the door on the cusp making the playoffs, if not in the playoffs. Love what the Tigers are doing. Absolutely love what they're doing. I think that the Baez signing is great for his defense. They have great young arms. And then you have Torque and you have Green whenever he returns from injury. And they're the best manager in the division. So he's going to get the most out of that bullpen, most out of that rotation. I love what Adrian Hinson is going to kind of cook up there at Detroit. So I had them at three. And then two, we'll go with the Twins. But again, that depends on their pitching. That take a big step there. I don't love their bullpen. And it depends a lot on Buxton's health. It's plain and simple. The Twins can either finish anywhere from two to five, in my opinion, because of Buxton's health, because of the pitching staff, and, of course, if their lineup does not take a bounce back from where they were last year. And then the Guardians are just uninspiring to me. I, I, it's just, sure, they have some nice pitching, but I, I don't fear anybody in the lineup besides two players. I mean, one of them is the best player in the division, uh, but still, uh, the Guardians are fifth place to me. Uh, so if I had to project it right now, it'd be White Sox, Twins, Tigers, Royals. But I think that the, the difference is not – the way it seems, it's going to be like a two-game difference between all those places, and anybody can leap up against anybody. The AL West, I mean, I should say AL East, best division in baseball, uh, and, and at least the AL, of course. Blue Jays win it. They're a young team, but I love Manoa. I think Barrios breaks out and becomes a more one-two-line starter, and they have an amazing lineup. Uh, the Yankees at two, underrated bullpen. I like their lineup a lot, and I like that Cole leads their rotation. The Rays at three because I think that eventually you're going to get burned playing with fire and, and, and trying to raise up the, the joint. So I have the Rays at three, but the Red Sox at four because I just envision regression from uh, Enrique Hernandez. I, I envision Jackie Bradley Jr. being a, a terrible player in their lineup. I don't love relying on Waka and Hill in 2022. I don't like their bullpen besides Matt Strom, Royals legend. I just have the Sox at four. And then the Orioles, again, I'm not going to waste your time. They're terrible. But they have young prospects coming like Rodriguez in uh, Rutschman. So that's fun for their fans. That's the AL. That, that's all my rankings for the AL. Now, the NL West. Dodgers, 
best team of my lifetime on paper. Uh, let's see if it's let's see if it comes true. But on paper, they're incredible. The Padres, in my opinion, they're two, and they're not getting enough credit for Bob Melvin being their manager, one of the best in the game. If if he cannot put this all together, and if he cannot lead this team the right way, to me, it's not an indictment on him. It's an indictment on the roster construction, the players on the team. Bob Melvin should have this team cooking and should have them second in the division and good enough to win any other division in baseball. The Giants I view as a fluke from last year. I think they're going to have a huge regression. Don't love their offseason. Don't didn't love them last year either. They just kept finding ways to win, which is great to them. I mean, they won hundred. They won over hundred games. It's hard to call that a fluke, but I just don't see them repeating that success. The Rockies at four. They signed Chris Bryant. Whatever. The D-backs at five. Uninspiring. Who cares? The NL Central, probably the muddiest division in baseball. I legitimately could see the Reds, even as they sold itself, their whole team, finishing second in this division. But I'll pick the Cardinals to finish first. They have the best defense in baseball. I like their pitching staff. I still believe they have a huge upside in that lineup with Edmund and with Carlson. And, of course, they have Goldschmidt and Arenado. I, I just like that lineup. I love their defense, and that helps you out in a division like this to not lose games because of your defense. I have the Brewers at two. Nice pitching staff. I love Willie Adamas, especially out of Tropicana. And now that he's playing in, in, of course, Milwaukee. Uh, I think that his his breakout was real, and he'll be a little a really good player. But of course, their pitching staff will carry them to the second place finish. But I could see them finishing first as well. Uh, Cubs at three, just because they have to be there. Reds at four, and then Pirates are terrible. Who cares? At five, the most fun division in baseball to me is the NL East. I know the Mets had the Degrom injury. I know that Max is dealing with a hamstring scare. Uh, plus, the Mets are always going to Mets. But on paper, this team should be great, and I think that the Braves will work their way in as they're dealing with some injuries to start the year and dealing with the postseason hangover, you know, the World Series hangover. They're going to take their foot off the gas a bit in the, in the regular season because they saw last year, you don't need 100 games to go in the World Series. So I think that that's going to lead to the Mets winning the division and Braves being the best wildcard team in the in the league. And so I think that the Braves are going to be better on paper and better suited for the postseason this year than they were last year and might repeat as champions, but they won't win the division. I love this Phillies team. I love their lineup. I'm scared of Nola's fastball command, scared of, of their pitching staff a little bit, but I believe their bullpen's much improved. I have them at three. And then the Marlins, elite pitching staff, but can they hit? The Marlins, much like the Royals, I love them. And I love them more than the Royals, in my opinion, just because like pitching's the currency of baseball, and their pitchers are legitimately elite. They signed Soler this offseason. I would not be shocked to see the Marlins steal a wildcard spot, but Given their very tough division, I have them at four. And then again, LOL Nationals, they're terrible. Not even starting to rebuild yet. They're, just, they're kind of their first year. They still have guys like Nelson Cruz to sell off the deadline. Who cares? So, for those keeping score at home, my NL playoff teams are the Dodgers, the Mets, the Cardinals, the Braves, the Padres, and the Phillies. Who wins the NL? The Dodgers. So the Dodgers will wait who from the AL? My playoff teams again, White Sox, Blue Jays, Astros, and then Yankees, Mariners, and I throw the Rays in there, uh, but I don't I don't feel comfort, comfortable with that sixth spot in the AL at all. Uh, the AL winners are the White Sox. The World Series between, of course, the White Sox and Dodgers, and I have the Dodgers winning the World Series in seven with a very, very, very fun series uh, with Tim Anderson, guys like that, showing a ton of uh, personality, and the Dodgers just being the Dodgers and being very, very good. Uh, so we're going to dive into some MLB award winners coming up, but what is your postseason prediction? Who's going to win the division in every uh, category? And where do the Royals fall for you? Are they a top three team in the division? Are they a number two team in the division? Do they get a wild card spot? Do you agree with me if they're going to finish about five games out but still have a very fun season? Where are you at with the Royals team this year? Let me know down below in the comments or on Twitter at Lockdown Royals or 
at Ryland underscore styles. But before we get into the awards, let's get into rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is an amazing place. It's a family owned business serving auto parts online for 20 years. And my favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars. Now, how could you say that about an auto parts store that you know nothing about cars? Well, I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to know is my make, my model, my year, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting time, effort, or money on parts I cannot use or parts I do not need. It's incredible. And my favorite part, too, is that they don't know that I know nothing about cars. They just don't know that. So they're going to show me and give me that same reliable low price as they would a mechanic. So check them out today. Tell them Lockdown sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box and nail it through from there. RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. Make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available across all platforms. So you never miss an episode, same as we are at Lockdown Royals. So let's dive into our award winners for the major leagues. MVP, Vlad Jr. from the Blue Jays. I feel like a lot of people want to give him the award because of the way that he was kind of robbed, so to say, by Shohei. Obviously, Shohei deserved it. But you put up those numbers, Sally puts up his numbers, and in any other year, really, you win an MVP award. He leads the Blue Jays to the best record in the division, and he's able to capture an MVP. I think Mookie Betts is one of the best players, if not the best player in baseball. So I think he's going to win the MVP for the Dodgers. My Cy Young picks, I just don't see how Garrett Cole gets knocked off. I think he wins it for the AL. And for the NL, again, you have the storyline. Jacob DeGrom's hurt for a few months. If the Mets are going to win that division, they're going to start fast, and it was going to be because of Max Scherzer. So I have him winning the Cy Young for the Mets. Rookie of the year in the NL, Bryson Stott. I think he's going to be a legit stud for the Phillies on opening day and all throughout the year. Same thing with the AL. Bobby Witt Jr., no surprise, right? No surprise. Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be a stud. He's going to win AL Rookie of the Year for sure. Manager of the Year, I have Charlie uh, Montoyo from the Blue Jays. Again, they win the division, the toughest division in baseball. They're going to do it. From the NL, again, the storylines. Buck Showalter, out of the league for so long, hops right back in and immediately wins the division. In my world here, my prediction here, that gets him at Manager of the Year. My breakout player, Jazz Chisholm from Miami. This guy is going to be an all-star type of player. He's going to be in the all-star game, in my opinion. He's going to be a player who, again, is on video game covers, is marketing the game with his zero steps and his celebrations and his pizzazz and his swagger. Jazz Chisholm's going to be a breakout star and in the all-star game. He's awesome. He just flat out is awesome. And I'm going to end it with this. If you are a Royals fan and you're looking to become like a baseball fan in the sense of expand your horizons to other teams, here are some teams that I'm going to be watching with a very close eye and watch way too many of their games. Number one, the Phillies. They're going to mash baseballs, and I want to see that. And they play in the best division in baseball, so I'm going to see a lot of good teams whenever I watch them. Same thing with the Marlins, only on the opposite side. The Marlins are going to dice up hitters with their amazing pitching staff in the bullpen and, most importantly, with their starters. So I'm going to watch them in the best division in baseball and have their pitchers just dominate games and dominate lineups like the Phillies. And then number three, this does stand to the Royals, Tigers and Royals, because I think that this is a very interesting battle to see who can finish the rebuild first, who can do enough 
They get themselves over the hump and they rebuild. Number four, the Angels, because they have Shoei Otani and Mike Trout. Can they can they just get them to the playoffs? Can they finally get over the hump and, and just kind of construct a bullpen and manage a bullpen in a rotation enough to get Trout and Shohei to the big stage? Can they do it? And then number five, the Padres. Again, the Padres should be electric. Electric. They, they lose Tatis and call up one of the best prospects in baseball, C.J. Abrams, today. And again, if, if Melvin can't get them cooking, nobody can. Nobody can. They need a rebound from last year. So let me know who you're going to be watching with the close side. Let me know your award winners and playoff predictions in the comments below or on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.